Sweat Equity Podcast. Uh, Eric is still on hiatus. He's at a silent retreat. Uh, where he's not allowed to talk. And it's in the woods. And he may, you know, he's still on hiatus. And maybe it's a permanent hiatus. I hope not. Uh, this episode, I'm going to do a little swap cast action. And if you're watching the video... Uh, it's been a while since we've done a, sh a shirtless intro, so that's something for you, ladies, or gaming, or um, anybody who wants to see the pre before I lose weight, because I need to lose about 30 pounds. That aside, this is a good conversation I had with the boys over at Happy Hour Holidays, and that's spelled H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E. But uh, it's kind of a wild podcast. I didn't, I didn't put it together that they drink on every episode, uh, so I came in a little uh, stone sober. We had some white claws, um, and go over a little bit of everything. So I was going to put this as a two-parter to have two weekly episodes out uh, to make up, but it's so long. I'm just going to let it fly with this one, and hopefully get another episode out this week or early next week. Um, if you love us, subscribe to the pod. If you love them, subscribe to their podcast and, uh, it's going to get crazier. I'm going to go back into theirs and probably, probably grab, uh, Eric or, um, our, uh, power business attorney, Stephen Fantetti, fantettilegal.com, who, uh, put me with these guys. This episode sponsored by Zupyak, Z-U-P-Y-A-K, the first AI content writer that's going to help your SEO. The other ones I've used, I've gone through about a dozen. This one's, I just need a simple one. I need to get in and out, bing, bang, boom. Uh, and so this uh, company, if you go to zupyak.com, promo code SWEAT, you're going to get the hookup. Holla if you hear me. And in the description of this episode, you get hookups, uh, hookup links for Squarespace, CallRail, LinkedIn Premium. Hit them up while they're still good. Let's get into this podcast. Howdy daddy! Listening to the Sweat Equity Podcast. Welcome and thank you for joining Happy Hour Holidays, your go-to podcast for business, entrepreneurship, and life stories. We want you to go out there and build your dream because if you don't build it, you're going to just help somebody else build their dreams. We're here to inspire and motivate. I'm your host, Manny Fresh, and we got my co-host, Sean Fabre, and in the studio today, we got a guy that does it all. And he's a motherfucking comedian, which makes it even better. We got Law Smith in the house. What's up, Law? Hello. How are <laughs> <laughs> you? Gotta let people hear your voice. You know, I wanted to come in real creepy, like I wanted to come in like Megan's Law. Hello. Hello. 
and uh, we met Law through uh, Craigslist. Steve <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> we found him on Craigslist. Through he was Steve Fantetti. Law. Fan, just... Fantetti. Steve Fantetti. He's on two previous episodes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and we try to keep it the limit of two because he, you know, he can get two JFK. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> he's a conspiracy theorist for JFK stuff, which I find widely interesting yeah. as a Canadian fellow. But FantettiLegal.com, I got to pimp him out because he's my client. Um, <laughs> your business refined. That's the tagline. Uh, but he's like my power. I call him a power business attorney. He, We were talking right before the mics heated up. I was like, he is an AI robot. You can ask him any question. And he's like Will Ferrell at the end of old school in the debate. <laughs> he just rattles off any answer. He's Are you sure it's not like Billy Madison? <laughs> no, no. And everybody is much ethics. more dumb now no, that you have spoken. No, he's a great guy. We met uh, because he was my neighbor in Ybor City. If you have people outside of this area, it's like our Bourbon Street. Damn it's like it. our 6th six, six Avenue in Austin. It's a little crazy, though. I didn't know that Steve lived in Ebor. Yeah, you? that's how we met. He lives in West Chase now, though, right? Yeah, he lives in the in the burbs now. In the burbs. That's yeah. where you get married, have kids, and yeah. you end up in the burbs. Hey, well, that was a shout out to Fantetti Law. Yeah. FantettiLegal.com. Boom, boom, boom. Legal. So uh, you're a comedian. I'm a comedian. A, a podcaster, Sweat Equity Podcast. Shout out, S Sweat Equity Podcast. We're the Sweat Equity Podcast. SweatEquityPod.com. We're the number one comedy slash entrepreneurship podcast because there's no one else in the genre. That's right. <laughs> and and so you've done a lot of stand-up. I'm a, And I'm a fractional CMO by contract. Uh, if anybody wants to book or talk about some fractional CMO work, they can go to lawsmithworks.com. And I also own a marketing agency slash small to medium business advisory called Tokabaga, T-O-C-O-B-A dot G-A. What, what is a fractional... Fra CMO. So fractional CMO, it's becoming more popular now uh, post-COVID, right? Uh, fractional CMO, fractional investors are becoming a thing as well, where people are putting into big real estate kind of funds to buy. REITs. Right, yeah. right. So y'all are kind of real estate-ish, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and so like the fractional C, the fa fractional C-suite stuff is like, there's a lot of tech companies. I will be their fractional CMO. Sometimes there's an interim fractional CMO. Hey, we just need someone to keep the wheels going. We need for six months, like an interim thing, right? Until we find that in-house person we want as a CMO. Or they don't really, you know, I've worked with manufacturers. I've worked with all the unsexy businesses, like, you know, supply chain kind of companies, and they don't need a lot of marketing, but they do need it every now and again, right? They yeah. they need to, and and if they don't market out to customers, I just uh, picked up a client, an engineering firm that we talked about the hiring funnel. You know, he wants to get good talent in. So eventually, you get to a point where you they they have too many clients, but uh, they want to work on keeping the inside real nice, right? And so that we can use the same tactics for lead generation as we do to find talent because a bad hire if you if you hire inc incorrectly it's negative 298 percent roi oh wow Jeez. and you everybody's listening you two included we've all worked with people who are like 
this guy, this person just bums me out and they suck at what they do. <laughs> and it, it, it's like a black hole yeah, in shout that department. Out Kenny Monzon, that's what he was. Yeah, wow. Kenny, you know. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, fuck you, Kenny. <laughs> fuck you, Kenny, dude. Yeah. I feel like that's Kenny Powers right now. <laughs> fuck you, Kenny. Yeah. So then what's the difference between fractional CMO and you said you had a marketing agency? What's the difference so, between those two? Because they so kind of coalesce almost. Right. That, we've been, we were doing the fractional CMO thing before it kind of came. I, I have uh, I have a business partner, my my co-host on the uh, podcast, gotcha. Sweat Equity. His name's Eric Redinger, and uh, we don't have account managers. And I'm I'm going to try to push this as an agenda, kind of a marketing campaign for Go us. Go for it. Go for it. Well, we don't have no. I mean, I'm just saying in general, not just here, but for our whole brand is we don't do the like. What happens with a lot of marketing agencies is they push you off to an account executive. Yep. Or a yep. client service person. We, we have experienced that. Yeah. yeah. And they those people are usually just above entry, but don't have a lot of knowledge. We've been doing it the hard way since I started the company in like 2015, is I was soup to nuts with every client I've ever had. I put out, I go, what are your goals? Let's start there. And then we reverse engineer. I was, because I had a business planning, back, like writing background. And that was the only way I knew how to kind of like, okay, what do you want to do? What's your revenue goal? Okay, let's throw that on the board. I'm going to put that on the right side of this whiteboard. We're here on the left side. I'm, I'm going to draw you the plan on how we're going to get to there, right? So it was a lot of that kind of like just very basic logic to me. But my friends... Are you working with like a lot of product sales? Is that... No, I work with mostly... How do you track conversions then? Are you well, you can, track, you can track leads and you can track the, the conversions of those leads. Are you using Google Tag Manager? Oh, yeah. You, I'm all yeah. up in that. Oh, I'm all, all up in that. Oh, yeah. But what you are, Law, you're more of a strategic partner than a vendor because a lot of people, right. they're just like, oh, I'm a vendor. This is what you're going to pay. This is what we're going to do for you. But it seems what you are is almost like you're in it. Look, you're I, in it like almost like I, a board member. I fucking hate most marketing agencies. Yes, I'll tell you, they're, they're, they're it's garbage. like five thousand dollar fucking minimum. That's what we were. That's on. what we were paying for if, our real estate photography company, and I I can tell you this: they literally did nothing. nothing look, if nothing. they're not if they're not doing, the, the, I call this the four holy metrics of marketing. For any if you if you're looking to hire, if it's one person because you're really small and you just need someone to help, or you're a bigger company that you really want to have an agency, if they don't really break down ROI, that's the number one, right? You mean ROAS. ROAS. <laughs> yeah. ROAS. Return on advertising spent. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about ROI in general. Overall, and, and, and accounting for their own fee into that, I call it an adjusted ROI. How they'll report, if they do report, which a lot of them don't do, surprisingly, yeah. is – they should be going that first page should be a vital sheet like a like a er doctor right <laughs> and it should say roi here's the roi we've given you that should be number one on that sheet the four underneath it cost per lead cost per acquisition um uh average revenue now you got to deem that if you're a service it's got to be you know within a time frame like a year if it's a product It'll be average revenue for sale, something like that. You have to fi figure that out yeah, for your company. It takes uh, quite a bit of time. Yeah, like three months. And you have to, to count for yeah, you have yeah. to account for lead time. If you're B two B, it's going to take longer yeah. to close. And right? then when you're A B testing any kind of campaign, it could. Well, I'm not even getting into that. Oh. I'm just talking. This is like basic stuff. What I, I start out and I go, what is your cost per lead, cost per acquisition, average revenue of a first client, patient customer and then lifetime value of the customer. You give me, I know those four numbers. I can do everything else 
like AB testing in between. But those are the four holy metrics I've come up with because to me, it's math. It's marketing is a lot more planning than it is creative and artsy. It's way more operations based than people realize now. Yeah. Uh, it's not Mad Men. It's not sitting around looking at fucking cigarette ads in, on a poster <laughs> and going, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, there's so, it's so fragmented too. There's so many tactics and there's so many different ways to get people's attention. But there's also more competition with all these different, you know, segmentations. So, like, you know, just look at like online advertising, like you're talking about, right? So it's like that's and that's how I got in this world. I mean, you're not doing traditional, I'm assuming. I'll do no, I'll do whatever makes sense for the client. I don't traditional, go traditional though. Sure. Print. If you're if you're big enough, Print. if you're big enough, maybe a billboard. If it makes sense, if you're if you're a for your like, doctor's office. How about listening? If you're a golf club company. Golf club, yeah. Like PXG, maybe. <laughs> they did phenomenal traditional. Old people still really read the paper. That's true. Oh, well, okay. Oh, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Right. So okay. it, it matters. Yeah. I always play to the company, and I, I always try to come in to like, all right, I go, who do you, and this is kind of an asshole way to phrase it when I come in. Fuck it, phrase it. I go, well, this is how I do it in meetings and in intro meetings. I go, who do you think your target audience is? And a lot of them will be like, I don't know, <laughs> which is fucking crazy to me, right? How or are you in business I'd say half <laughs> half go they don't know, half go we we definitely know it's this this and this, and then I go okay I'm gonna I do an audit in the beginning, and I go I'm gonna do some research and I'll go give me some comps on your competition, give me some some recommendations to look up a starting point, who are your direct competitors or indirect competitors, and then I'll I'll go look at it and go. They're always way off. It's crazy. It's like uh, if we're doing golf clubs, right? They'd be like, "We got to, we got to be hot. We got to be on, we got to be on like all the YouTube interstitial ads for the live tournament or something." It's like that ain't your audience. You're for old people. You're for AARP, <laughs> right? The number one predictor of wealth is age. So we're gonna hit. We're gonna hit them where they where they are. Fish where the fish are, man. Are you using SEM Rush uh, for your research, or I've used it. I use. Uh, I mean, SEM you want to talk tech stack, good. dude? Yeah, bro. Yeah, um, let's get. It. I, I yeah, love marketing. I, I like so. I like SEM Rush. Well, I mean, if you like it, it's this is fun to hear. But yeah. I know a lot of people are like, I don't even know what. Bro, any of this so shit is. this podcast is just about entrepreneurship, multiple topics. It could be about houses one day, it could be about doctors sure. the other, law the other, and then it could be about uh, marketing. How about this for your tech we, stack? We, if anybody's look, listening, yeah, I want to be the Susie Orman of digital. This is why I say who's Susie Orman? <laughs> She's that financial lady that taught like, oh, you know, she takes calls and people are like. No I'm clue. in over my head on credit cards. Well, how old are you? 39, but I've been 70 <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> I'm Benjamin Button, dude. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, uh, no, I've always been a way older man trapped in whatever age I am. <laughs> but Susie Orman, uh, she just, she takes calls and helps people financially. That was like a show she had forever. There's a, there's some gilfs listening to this show. They, <laughs> they know. They know what I'm talking about. They can't see my eyes, but I'm winking. <laughs> um, but, like, if I'm anything, I, I have to be resourceful for what I do, right? Because, like, because now everything changes so quickly, right? Yes, so, yes. SEM, I, I don't get too much into, like, I, I'm agnostic on your tech stack, right? Because what I love now it it doesn't mean I'm going to love it in two years or three years. 
And I come in to usually what the client has a lot of the time and try to work around that because all these things are not all that different, right? There's nothing that I mean, HubSpot's great, but you pay $60,000. Well, you got to really, you have to buy into it like a cult. No, nah, bro. I mean, use the automation through it, everything. It, it, it is, you can pay half the price for Ascendant Blue. Did and you have an, did you have a certified marketing HubSpot guy like myself? Didn't need uh, one. No, I know. I'm kidding. Didn't need one. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's in, expensive. It's, it's intuitive, but it doesn't take a genius to learn. The people that don't know how to use it are, in my opinion, um, derelicts. I mean, they're, they're not very intelligent and, Maybe you business gotta, owners uh, can profit from it if they're looking for a basic marketing plan, but, but HubSpot is not really that great, man. I, and, I agree. And, and we paid for it for an entire year. And how much uh, was it? I gotta ask. Uh, I think it was like seven thousand or something like that. Okay. I don't know. So you got yeah. I mean, like yeah. And we didn't have multiple users. Okay. Right. We were we bought it for so we bought the sales platform and then we bought the marketing platform right. because we were hoping that guy would you know translate into market but didn't utilize it at all and then i started diving into it and i was like bro what the fuck is going on so okay, i'm gonna trip guess- emails top of funnel all the way down to bottom of funnel reminder email bro it, it just it's pointless it's pointless when you can buy platforms that are much cheaper right. like send in blue which now changed, brevo. changed their name yeah brevo um and it, it just it didn't make sense yeah so sense. and like if you're a little bit bigger sometimes you just want to like like uh, the last time I really was it's for managers keeping track of what people's. Well, doing last time I was in it, we had like an affiliate kind of wellness system. We had like four thousand like uh, hippie moms that were hawking this wellness stuff. Doing yoga. Uh, like, <laughs> well, it wasn't quite Herbalife, but it was. Uh, it kind of felt like it. It was like you know your kooky aunt that wears a lot of turquoise. <laughs> Gets she's high. been divorced twice. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's kind of the cool aunt, but she's flaky. You know, we had like four thousand of those wellness people out there, and so that helped with like that affiliate kind of marketing side of that because it's just so much volume, and then also pulling in more people to be those wellness people. But like at scale, it makes sense. But like if you're under a million a year, under five million a year I, I don't know if i'd use HubSpot. you know it doesn't make sense right yeah but i'm guessing psychology wise i'm guessing is that you're kind of like if you're like kind of i am where i go i know what i don't know but i can i can out hustle i was a c plus student until i got into business classes and then it was all c a's plus. well i'd never read the summer reading <laughs> <laughs> Never did that, right? I was so bad at reading, and yeah. I was just so – I'd think of baseball or something just dumb <laughs> while well, I'm trying to read Billy Bud or some <laughs> garbage that – Stars in the sky or so shit. I, so I get A's in math, and then I get D's in English every year, and it would be like, all right, time math to offset. Math is where it's at, bro. Math is – numbers – Hey, man. Numbers is a universal language. Let's talk, let's talk. Math is What, everything. you got some shrooms? Now, I'll, I'll take some right I didn't, now I didn't on the podcast, bro. I, I'm gonna make a second date. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna leave my uh, sorority sweater so I have a reason well, to come down. I'm no bullshit when I say that. I'm, well, I'm down. Yeah, I'm down like four flat tires. The no, last time I did it, it was like, I'll watch. You don't, you don't partake. Uh, oh, he's got a kid, so he can't. I got two kids, man. Mine are half Korean, so they kind of take care of themselves. <laughs> Sorry, they, do they have 
Do they have I'm deep... glad you laughed at that because if it was silent after that, well, only because because my wife has only Asian friends. I you know I don't know if that's it's because literally she was in all she AP class, but his wife's not Asian. No, she's she's Cuban, Cuban like me, yeah. and I would have never thought. But every single what? one of her friends Are is Asian, Chinese, yeah. Vietnamese. Uh, Korean, Japanese, ja- uh, no Japanese, but <gasps> wow, oh, those, racist. Right. And here's what here's what people don't know, and that you probably have insight on. Yeah. I didn't know this till I was married to a Korean gal. Was there is a hierarchy? You know how women hate other women into yeah. a party, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so now there's another layer with Asian people <laughs> oh, wow. that there's a whole like, all right, Japanese is like up here. Chinese, Koreans, kind of like right below that. <laughs> they they judge by what kind of Asian American you Filipinos? are. Filipinos. Uh yeah, they it's like anything Filipinos island, any islands. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> so they're like, not, not only Caribbean. are women just horrible to each other yeah. on that regard, but like if you're Asian and it, it's like you're from Vietnam, it's like. So what's Cuban for in the mix of all that? See, I I don't I don't I don't know. Well, Cuban's not Asian. Yeah, that's, right. I know, that's my point. So how the fuck? But I'm sure I'm sure there's a, a Hispanic version of this. Uh, yeah, right, 30, no, no, no. 38 seconds. There is. All right. When we get back, we'll continue the conversation with Law. And uh, make sure you comment, like, and subscribe. And check us out on Spotify and all the major podcast channels. We'll be right back. <laughs> all right, guys. And we're back with Happy Hour Holidays, Talking to Law, uh, Marketing, and many other things. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I'm where we left guy. off. The guy's, a, the guy's a stand-up on the mic right now. No, but I'm, a de- we... I'm a DILF, you know? I was... I'm a former D1 mathlete, I like to say. Mathlete? Yeah. yeah. I think we were talking about how good you were at math, but bad at English, and then we were... No, we were starting talking about the Asian part, you know? The, hey, oh, no, the we, Asian we were talking off air. See, I oh. got y'all on tangent highway. My ADHD <laughs> just glommed on to y'all. Like, do, you, do you want some Adderall? Uh, sure. Yeah, always. No, oh, I, no, we were talking about the mushrooms. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah, uh, then we had to cut out on that. Uh, no, no, but, but then it got down to mushroom, the, Here's Here's the thing with mushrooms. I think... I, cybacillin. I, yeah, I'm glad it's becoming more commonplace in, like... And not really like wasn't coming when you were back in high school, bro. Because that's when I bit. started doing it. Oh yeah, I mean, I grew up here in Tampa. <laughs> really? Where? Yeah, Cal feeds all. Like I was. Uh, people don't get get this. What high school did you go to? Or went to Jesuit? I didn't want to go there. All dude school, bro. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> Yeah, so I no 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 well I thought they had an all girl school all boys school there's an academy they, of the they holy would prom it together right so that that was, that was that's the promise when you're in eighth grade and go look at it they go academy girls are gonna be waiting outside for you in the parking lot and it's like bitch that that school's seven miles away <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing sh- they're, I never saw Nary a, a woman. A girl sitting outside. So it was waiting. all dudes the whole fucking time. Yeah, I won class wit because we didn't have class clown, and I won cutest kid because the priest got Who to vote. Who voted cutest kid? The priest <laughs> got to vote. Who voted cutest <laughs> kid? Bro? Uh, you cutest know behind. That means a bunch of dudes voted. Uh, that's, for you. A, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, what's it called? No, uh, Bert, I'll always be the second best comedian at best because Burt Kreischer went there as well. I don't know who that is. He is. Uh, He's touring arenas right now. Oh, nice. He's the, he's the comic that takes his shirt off right when he gets Wait, on stage. Wait, the machine? Yeah. That's him? Oh, are you, are you, are you the still machine, open for like, yeah. like the movie, The Machine? Yes. Yeah. The guy with the beard? Yeah. yeah. He grew up in Tampa? Yeah, dog. Holy shit. No shit? Yeah, yeah. And he's oh, always fuck. been fucking awesome to me. So 
He's, he's a great movie, by the way. I look at him like a mentor from afar. Like every couple of years, I'll hit him up about Same something. Age? He's 12 years older than me. Yeah, because he does look older. Yeah, no, he's, but like when I moved to LA, he was nice enough. Our dads were buddies here, like kind of acquaintances. And I didn't realize I was so green when I, I moved to LA when I was 21, right after I graduated. And I was like so green with stand up. And I didn't know how big of a deal it was for him to like be like, come up to the Melrose Implorov. And I'll, you know, just come hang out with me. And I was like, man, that's so fucking nice. Looking on the other side of that, I don't want to do that shit for anybody. You know, like, he was like, just come hang out at the bar. I'm going to do a set. And I, every time I've seen him, every time I've seen him right before he gets on stage, he's like, I'm the most fucking hungover I've ever been in my life. (laughs) And then goes up and murks the room. Just fucking annihilates every time. Have you ever headlined a show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, where, where would you say is uh, the? I want to shoot my not own. the most famous, but just like your favorite place that you've headlined in city, state, um, whatever. Gotham have... in New York was. I mean, uh, Gotham yeah. like where Batman's at. Yeah, in New York. <laughs> it's in it's in the gay part of New York, <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Where's Robin at? <laughs> Are you the Cape Crusader? <laughs> Um, ooh, I like a daddy in black. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, Ro- that's all Robin talking about. Uh, what's it called? No. So, so that was like the favorite place that you. Comedy you- store in LA. It's tough to beat. Melrose Improv in LA is great. Headline. headline. Oh, headline. headline. Um, I've headlined at Comedy Store in LA. Uh, I think I headlined at Gotham. We I booked my own tours when I was like 24, 25. I, I was looking at a couple of your uh, your, your bits. Oh no! <laughs> well, I do right there, now. There's a couple times where the audience was I, I not lo- appreciative. I like uh, that, I, bro. That's what I'm saying. I know. I thought funny. it was cool as shit. Yeah, I know. It's I was funny. like, bro, he doesn't give a fuck. Well, I <laughs> I now like. I, I How do you lo- deal with that? I love doing. Uh, I love going on stage with nothing prepared. And seeing how far I can go without having to do a joke I've written, you know? Uh, and sometimes it'll be the whole set most of the time. I, riff, I love riffing. I love doing, like, improv on stage. I don't say I'm, like, uh, great at crowd work because I don't try to dip into the crowd too much. I've noticed. But I'll, they'll come to me, and then it's game on. Like, if I see someone heckling before I get on, I'm like, yes. Because I used to hang out. You talk some shit to them, too, though. Well, I feel like I got a background in that because I I have a good group of guy friends that I grew up with in Tampa. And people would hear us talking to each other like, are you going to fight Jimmy? I'm like, oh, it's one of my best friends. What are you talking about? I love the guy. You know, like we we were pretty pretty nasty to each other. And I, I lucked out to have a really good funny group of friends and so you ever try to fight a heckler no but they've tried to fight me plenty of times oh yeah i've hidden in a lot of kitchens in comedy clubs (laughs) are you serious when i was younger i didn't know how to really i would get mad that they're ruining the show oh uh, yeah and i i would do this kind of like hero you know kind of thing in my head where i'm like i'll eat this heckler if i can shut him down it won't ruin the rest of the show behind me right uh, and so th- this was a bad strategy, but, uh, really the, the key to it is I've got a microphone. You just, you can just let them talk. They're going to run out of steam. Yeah, like you don't even have to say that much, honestly, but if you want to, you want to be a little cutting, I just realized I have to say it with a smile now, instead of like, just going at it. Like we're on a fight, like going to get in a fight to pick up basketball game, yeah. you know? 
you know, that kind of beef. Cause that's the energy I was bringing when I was younger. Uh, so, okay. So we have the improv, we have both side splitters. Have you performed in Tampa? Oh yeah. Yeah. Perform all over. Are you performing in side splitters, Wesley Chapel soon? I'm actually will probably go out there this weekend because Casey Balsham. Are you going uh, to be a host? I'm going to try to do a guest set probably. Just come in. Because my friend's headlining. Bro, if you can. I mean, I'll go watch it. I live in Wesley Chapel. I'll let you I, know. I go up there to side splitters all the fucking I'm gonna, time. I'm going to the converted movie theater. Room, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Bro, I, that's a, and this is what I chill. hate about going to that side splitters is that the first joke out of every comedian's fucking mouth right. is about the converted you, movie Well, you got to say which something. Which I get it. You can't just it. be like, this is great. I get it. Right. I get it. But I'm like, yeah, we all know. Yeah, you but, but you, I don't even you, know how they're still operating because the one Carewood is dope as shit, bro. Yeah, BT's done a great job since he took over. It's always fucking packed. All right, the one in Wesley Chapel, bro. You got like three rows. There's not really a lot of people up there. I mean, it's I don't. I, you know, I don't know. know. I I I, I haven't know. been out there in a while. I just I, if a friend is in town doing that club, I'll go check. Like, go hang out. Oh, you said this weekend I'm in fucking Utah. Ah, uh, sorry, I'm a bitch. You'll be the only. You playing that? You'll be the only non-white. In, <laughs> no, in Utah. That's right. That's right. Uh, we we used to go up to Ohio because our family lived in Ohio. Uh, you know, touching on the non-white shit, mm-hmm. and we'd walk through the mall, and all Ultra you have shock. in Ohio, Ultra shock. All you have in Ohio are black people and white people. Anybody uh, it's like, with tan it's like the skin, South. Anybody with tan skin. You're Mexican. Who are they? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. be walking by, I'm like, There's no, a that chick is checking there. me out. Yeah. My brother's like, no, you're tan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's, I, I would say, you know, it's boring being white. So, uh, you know, we had a good run, white guys. Oh, you guys are 2,000 years, out. not bad. <laughs> not bad, dude. Dude, long. We were the Alabama of uh, of races. I don't. I don't think white people are racist, man. No, of races, not racist. Of races, and oh. a lot of them are. But yeah, uh, we talk about y'all at the meetings. <laughs> I'm just kidding. kidding. Cuban guys? <laughs> no, Spanish Cubans guy. are Cubans are my favorite, dude. Because my family, we meet. Yeah, we'll row your boat, bro. We can. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm, no, I'm gonna. Uh, they. I taught. I was taught how to play dominoes. Oh. <laughs> we just do dominoes where you, you hit them over and they <laughs> down in a line. Um, y'all hang out all day with your family. We don't do that shit. Uh, we're like Norwegian. My family, we hang out. Uh, we like meet like three times a year. You guys are Vikings. Might hug. I'm a white mutt, so I got nothing I can claim. But uh, I'm Tampanian. I'm a third generation Tampanian. We're tampons. Uh, Tampanian. Ta- tampons. Respect. Yeah, I, I mean, I was born and raised here, so was my brother. Well, I hope so. Yeah. If we're related. Yeah. Bro, it's tampons. Ah. Uh, I know technically the term is tampanian. Well, I get it's just, it's been so hacked that I've heard people say that so much in my life that I'm just like, I don't Are sure. you triggered by that word? No, 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 no. I love tampons because oh, uh, I don't want to deal with blood. <laughs> I'm not a blood guy. No, I. Uh, my dad was an NFL running back that came out of here. What? Yeah, I got Ooh. my mom's genetics. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Larry Smith. You can look him up. Uh, he's in the old Gatorade commercial. I don't know if you remember this. It, it was uh, they tell creamsicle. The, creamsicle. Well, they tell the story of Gatorade kind of thing, From old school. UF, right? UF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's the fast white guy at the end of that. Hey, he knew who your dad was. Well, I mean, I saw. I mean, I saw the Gatorade commercial, the original one when it came out, but I didn't know whose dad it was. Yeah. Well, what years did he play in uh, Tampa? 
He was he went to Robinson High School where Terry Bollet went. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Oh shit. Um, you know, Hulk Hogan's fuck. name is Terry Bollet. Yeah, I know. I think oh. he's fighting against being named oh, Terry. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he still fuck Bubba the Love Sponges, uh right? Dude, uh, I went on Bubba after he trashed my show. And I was like, oh, don't bring this up. Don't bring up the whole thing. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Because I love Bubba Love Sponge growing up here. He was like a legend. 1025. 1025. Power Pig, 93.3 yeah. FLZ. Oh, you're yeah. going all the way back. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. When he uh, like killed a pig on air or something like that. <laughs> That's all I can remember. And then he went 98 Rock. This is when all this shit mattered. Yeah. Now it's all Ranchero music. And like, <laughs> like half the stations are Spanish now. Yeah, I mean, they all buy them out. That's what yeah, it's because right. Cuba's coming up. Well, it's like I guess I guess from Miami. To I guess Tampa. they don't listen to podcasts as much. I don't know. No, bro. I mean, but I, wait, got ooh, a lot. I love Cuban families because y'all y'all hang out all day. No, we don't. Well, not maybe not your family, but no, not our family. But like, <laughs> you put a pig on a spit, bro. That happened. Every, there's a bunch of uncles gonna tell you some shit. Yo, They're gonna no, drop some knowledge that is on no you. No bullshit. Yeah. Oh my god. We don't do that shit, dude. So like, I remember. I don't know if you remember this. It was off of uh, Sheldon, just north of Waters. Leo yeah. had like a fucking farm. Motherfucker pulled out a gun. Mm -hmm. And just shot the no, pig no, in the I head. Thought, I thought they stabbed him. No, shot him in the head, bro. And then roasted the pig for Christmas. This sounds like and, then, and then my mom was like, we're never going back here again. <laughs> it sounds like a, an episode of The Boys or something. Yeah. It sounds graphic as fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, it was for Christmas pork roast, you know? Whatever. Yeah, but they but, could have been like, hey, look over there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> they, say, nah. they were like... Boom. Hey, but it makes but it makes sense, right? Like all the best food comes out of like some weird kind of hard scrabble life, right? Yeah. I've wanted to do a Cuban coffee drive through like for like 10 years. Oh, you can't find that. I know. It, but everybody who has Cuban coffee or colada is like, this is the best shit I've ever had in my life. Cuban bread's the best. Yes. And the deal is when you're, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you get rationed out. Uh, food in Cuba. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you learn how to go, okay, I've got X amount of ingredients. How can I make this seven different ways, right? <laughs> Se or 70, yeah, yeah. depending on, but like, <clears throat> that's why you're awesome with a pig. Yeah. And Mexican food's the same way. It's like, we only have these amount of things. Yeah. We're going to have to make everything with beans somehow, you know, like <laughs> we're going to have to find a way to make a taco. Italian food's the same way. Like all the Italian food's good. All, the, but it came out of like hard living, mm. you know? Greek food, same way. It's yeah. just all the tzatziki, all the lamb, all that shit. So you're Nordic, right? So what kind of food do we got? Oh, I'm not. No, I'm a white mutt. Scandinavian. I don't know. No, I'm not. I don't. I'm you said, said. Oh, no, we act like a Scandinavian family, meaning like we like barely hug and like, okay, you're doing all right. I mean, you're not here <laughs> looking like Thor, bro. Yeah. Well, well I look, minus the muscles. I look, like, I look like, well, I told my kids I'm the Thor of Tampa Bay. <laughs> and my daughter kind of like, my son knows it's a joke. He's seven. My daughter's six. And she's like 90% sure that's a joke. <laughs> but when she was really little, I told her, like, if you make me angry, I'm going to make it rain and lightning outside. And it, I knew the weather was going to be shitty. And it started happening. Go, we're not going to the park today. And, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and she still kind of buys it. No, I'm starting to look like Loki. I'm starting to be very old man uh, looking. Are you, are you uh, big into Marvel? You know. I fucking want to punch all my comedian friends for getting me into it. I, I never really liked it. I, but, but now? I but like now? the puzzle of everything. I like how – I honestly like the production side of it. Like, how do you fit all of these interesting characters 
They were the first ones to do it. Yeah. How how did they do it in the storyline that makes sense? Yeah. They ten it. years down the line, you know, yeah. you know how, right? They were going off the comics. So, well, sure, yeah. So when, when you see, a, uh, if can I don't you give know, me another uh, one of those? You want you want a white claw? He has one. Yeah. Do you want another one? Another one. As long as you don't Cosby me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Manny, give me the GHB. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> bing, bing. Yeah, no, uh, I like the production side of it. Because it's it. But, the, but if, I'm, it, if I'm anything, I'm a puzzle brain kind of guy. So, like, I go, how do you figure out how to do that with all these people, all these movies, and one big timeline? And then, like, something happens where that um, the Kang guy, Jonathan Majors, just got in trouble. Well, he's still going to be uh, Kang, though. They, no, they, they, they might, haven't released they might, him. But they might. No, they haven't released They him. might go a different direction. Uh, and that Kang changes. Dynasty Avengers 5. But they don't. They, the way I heard it, though, they don't They don't have to have him. He didn't get He didn't get convicted guilty. I know. So that means. And that, he's, a fu- he's probably the best actor in all of those actors. What? Uh, Chris Evans, I was. I mean, Captain America. Captain America is my favorite fucking football coach. Yeah, Captain America is my favorite. My favorite. Yeah, but I'm talking acting. I'm talking range. uh, I would say RDJ. Wait, who's your favorite? Wait, wait. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite actor? My favorite actor or actress? Okay, okay. Got range. Because if you said De Niro, no, fuck Pacino. Nope. When guys say that, I'm like, they they're the same guy. Yeah. Val Val Kilmer's my favorite. Val Kilmer, the doors. The doors. Val Kilmer's a tombstone. He's pretty much typecast, bro. Bullshit. <laughs> Let, can we pull up his IMDb? I, I mean, we could. He wasn't. A, I mean, Batman. So tombstone. Yeah. He was a uh, Doc Holliday. Yeah. Okay. I'll be your Huckleberry. Okay. All right. Actually, <laughs> actually, you know what? I the retract, doors. I retract my yeah. last statement. I retract my last. He's in statement. Top Gun. Yeah. Well, that's Doc Holiday, in my opinion, Tombstone, bro. One of the best. I, I love that movie. I love that movie. Kurt Russell, bro. I mean, great. Yeah. Wyatt Earp. Oh, yeah. And then Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's not, Can but Sam Elliott, Sam, Sam Elliott is typecasted. Sam Elliott is typecasted. Oh, he is. Do you for know sure. who is the most typecasted actor, in my opinion, or, Kramer. or actress? Ryan Reynolds. No, oh, Kramer. No, Kramer. no. <laughs> no bro. Kramer. Bro, uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. He's always this. Oh my God. These motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. All right. He also did Shaft. He also did uh, the one, uh, the Magnificent uh, Eight, or the, you know, the the, um, the one the with the. John, John, wait, but what about, uh, what was the one? The Kingsman. The Kingsman, he wasn't the same. He guy. wasn't in Django. Kingsman. Django, yeah, Pulp Fiction. He's a raggedy old motherfucker that just likes to spit out. I thought that was way different though. Django Unchained was a great movie. Nick Fury, yeah, Nick Fury. He's the same shit. He don't have to do much in that. He's typecasted the entire fucking time. Now Django Unchained. He made, but he made a string of shitty movies. He was the lead in. Uh, Oh, oh, what? Just to take money. Pulp Fiction. No, no, no. After that, I'm saying after okay. that, like Quentin Tarantino. The, that's who I was thinking. I was, about. I was saying yeah. like the Shaft era, like around those. Well, movies. he made one Shaft movie, but he made a bunch of and shitty other movies like that. One yeah, where his son was out there. Yeah, I like him in Goodfellas as Stax. Goodfellas. He stacks. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Forget Holy about that. Right? Holy shit, bro! Yeah, complete. Right. He was skinny as yeah, fuck. Yeah, he gets then. up and he's like, uh-huh. and he gets shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're oh, about boy. to be made. Right, oh. right, right. Yeah. Oh, tw- uh, we're we're at 20, 26 seconds. Okay. Well, when we get back, we'll continue the story. 
keep uh, after these messages. Yeah, after, after these, these messages, messages, like, comment, and subscribe, and keep it tuned. And uh, I'll be at my holiday, bro. You know. Like, and we're back as a yeah, yeah. And we're back, yeah. But uh, yeah, what this show? How how long y'all been doing this show? Uh, I'm gonna since, hijack and ask you questions since July twelfth. Yeah, we did a meet the hosts um, where we talked about each other. Well, we talked about our business. We didn't actually talk about ourselves. Yeah, you know. What do you want to talk? What What do you want to tell the audience about yourselves? I'll I'll just play therapist for y'all. I'm an asshole, and I don't give a fuck if I hurt your feelings. Go fuck yourself. I don't think you're an asshole. No, no, no. I tell the truth, which makes me an asshole because people don't like hearing the truth. Well, if you're like one of those people that's like, I'm a truth teller and then just says a bunch of crazy shit unfiltered. Well, that's not true. No, I'm saying if you're one of those people, then yes. Well, I don't say a bunch of crazy but shit. But how, no. how does he react when somebody says the truth about him is the truth? I don't Ooh. know. Why don't you start yeah, you, saying some truth right now, dog? Do you feel sensitive? Because, yeah, you're jumping on that. I'm triggered. You see, he triggered it. Yeah. He triggered it. I don't know how to react now. He can dish it, but he can't take Yeah, it. but do you see how passive he was not to answer the question that you This asked? is the, y'all's dynamic. Yeah. Because yeah. for you to offset that. Passive aggressive. That's the way. Meet sensitive. Uh, gives it. Well, maybe who are you, bro? I am a politician. At yeah, heart. he is. You're the diplomat in the family. He's the diplomat. Hey, yeah. I can get along with any fucking person you put me in a room with. That's. A fact. I mean, that's why. I mean, that's I guess I was good at sales when we started this business, and my brother was good at everything else. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so he's a more technical person. Uh, you know, uh, technology wise, I think you just I'm, you reminded me of something. So that's probably why y'all work well together. That's so exactly why opposites. There is a we we take a lot of these behavioral personality tests like for uh for like occupational behavioral kind of tests right mm-hmm. sure. like myers briggs is garbage like it's kind of been proven I have it's no clue what that is that's like um you know when people are like i'm an enfj that's mine it, it's it's a very simple you can go on 16personalities.com and do it oh okay. and you'll find out but it's an old it's an old personality it's like test. A oh, test 16 personalities yeah it's a little but it's a little it's not that accurate. It's fun no? to do. Oh, it's not that accurate. I mean, well, it's you should do it. Yeah, try uh, it. It's a psychology see. test. That's no? what just like Warshire. But you said it was an older one, so they have uh, another one that's more. There's updated. a bunch of them. We've taken a bunch. There's the uh, so what gonna, personality are you? Uh, I'm an ENFJ. What is that? Dash mean? A. So it's like uh, extrovert, intuitive, feeling, judging, assertive. I think is okay. what I'm. I'm at. I could actually yeah. see that. Yeah. <laughs> well. What I was going to say is we took a test. So we've taken the predictive index, the culture index. Those are good ones we like. Uh, the Enneagram is a good one to know if you're ever writing script. Like Marvel follows this a lot. Like, uh, And you can find that we found this Enneagram thing that it's nine different kind of personalities. And they, they gave the characters of Marvel like who each one is. So like uh, I think uh, like Captain America is a one because he's like – the straight follow the rules kind of guy. Uh, Iron Man's a three. Cause he's like a tinkerer. He's like a, he has, he has to win all that kind of, like that kind of personality. Self-righteous. What, what the Enneagram's good for is if you're ever writing a script or understanding dynamics of personalities interacting with each other, you can kind of figure out how they would do that with this, this kind of nine personality thing. The one I, that you reminded me of with y'all's dynamic it's the most accurate one I've ever taken. We take these on our show for fun. 
sweatequitypod.com. Uh, if, uh, and, uh, yes, uh, number one comedy business yeah. podcast in the world. Um, it's awesome. And so this one we found, we had a guy that wanted to partner with my company. What was the website? Uh, sweatequitypod.com or no, no, no. 16 personalities 16 per- or Enneagram. I don't know how to spell that. Uh, okay. That's, I don't know how to spell that it, either. Dude, that's going to be a deep dive when you get high as shit. Well, I took some before I came in, but uh, <laughs> it's a little reason uh, why my glasses are on. That's the sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloodshot. I didn't sleep a lot. <laughs> I got allergies. I bought it. I bought it. I was like, yeah, so, yeah, I did it. I may have taken a, just a little, a little tiny a edible. Smidge. Well, a I was in such work mode. I cannot, I won't be fine. So I was like. I got to get out of this. So, uh, but uh, there's one called the Asher Strategies Test, and it's basically it'll assign it's 80 questions, and you're like, no way, this fucking thing's gonna get me. And we took it, my partner and I, business partner and I took it, and we both were like, fuck this thing, this thing doesn't know us. And it, I took it five years ago. It's the most accurate by far. And what it showed me is why our our dynamic works well together. So what it does is it'll give you a bunch of scores for different jobs. Like my highest score was like a 90-something for like dynamic CEO. Uh, And then right under that, my second highest was like director of operations, which makes sense because I'm very like process, operation, math, logic, all that kind of stuff. Um, And then uh, my – my clerical and admin scores were like a four <laughs> and a seven. I hate doing them. So it's your proclivities. It's not that you can't do it. Like I can do clerical work. I just fucking hate it. Don't want it. And I have it. to like, you know, get a Vivans to like really want to do it. You know, I've heard of Vivans. <laughs> that shit is fucking. Uh, get cocaine to really, <laughs> want, to, really want to do like. Haven't heard, haven't heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what's it called? So w- the other thing it shows us is an ego empathy chart. And my my buddy was bummed because ego he, empathy. Yeah, so it shows you empathetic your, to ego. Well, no, it shows both scores, right? And it looks like crosshair. So it'll be like on a vertical line, it'll show like ego, and on a, a horizontal line, oh, yeah, it'll yeah, show yeah, empathy, yeah, right? Yeah. And his was bullseye, right? Mine was an eighty for both, which is good to run a business to move the ball forward. But at the same time, it it can be a liability because I. I'd get too like, I get too manic at points and be like freaking out about distressed, right? And not really doing the clerical shit that I needed to do to kind of take away from that. And but our what we found is that dynamic works together because when I'm I'm going nuts and I'm fucking stressing out like crazy. And he's settled. He he's the one that's calm. He's the one that's like steady Eddie. And so that that test it's like hundred hundred fifty bucks, but it's like damn. It's fucking. I actually wouldn't mind taking that. I I would recommend it if y'all work together. I mean, I if I ever hire full time, when if I well, do, we, we own the business together. I mean, it's right, been working I mean, for like, seven years. But I I would say it'd be a good investment in y'all's business. I agree because it'll it tell you. It told us more about ourselves than we thought. It could also tell you something you don't want to know. No, he my partner didn't like that. That he was like fifty fifty right in the middle, and I was eighty eighty. Cause he thought that was like kind of failing. And I was like, no, this is why our day. We've never been in a fight in seven years working together. When were you born? 84. No, no, no. What month? June. Date. 25th. 
What about your partner? Do you want my social number? <laughs> Can you give it? Are you going to do some astrology girl <laughs> shit on me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the girl <laughs> shit, bro. Oh, my <laughs> God, you're a Leo. You're well, 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 he was but you know what I do? I go, I go. what do you think I am? They don't even get it ever in the top three guesses. Hung like Seabiscuit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Not, not me. I'm a, Knocking at the I'm a grower. I'm a grower. <laughs> yeah. I have 27-inch thighs. Uh, it's whoa, like whoa. a magic eye down there. <laughs> I'm like, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. Just, but, just rub it a little bit. But when, I, when I change and it's flaccid, I'm going to turn away like I'm in the gym. <laughs> Well, the whole reason I was I was bringing up the the I'm birth. a cancer. I'm a cancer. <laughs> the worst, fucking the worst. Well, I know uh, you're a cancer, but when were you born? But that's <laughs> but, just but with that's you. the worst one because yeah. not only are we called cancer, but we're fucking crab. Well, cancer we're, stands we the, for something else. I know, but it? we have but in our times, it's the worst mascot. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, is it the worst mascot? I could like point. Cra- out a we couple. have crabs and cancer. <laughs> that sucks, dude. You, you missed out on scabies. Well, <laughs> what what sign is that? Sagittarius? <laughs> oh, no, scabies isn't a no, sign. No, I know. I know. Uh, what, were, what were we going to ask? Cause I'm, no, what, because so like, you're saying birthday. the dynamic, and then you took the 150 test, you and your partner. Um, my he, brother's uh, born on the opposite, uh, opposite side of the calendar as I am. So they say, you know, you need somebody who is like my brother. He's a people person, right? The This guy can get along with anybody, not piss anybody off. Me... I can get along with a certain section of society, but then I could piss somebody off like crazy off of one thing I said because, I mean, I have no filter. I will say what I'm saying. Both are good and bad, right? So that means that both of us are different. And to be partners in this business uh, outside of the podcast. Don't, um, don't get it twisted. For that's seven hard. years. That's really difficult. Actually, it's been. Actually, I know, but that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it has been a little bit that's what brought my... at times, but sure. we don't argue. But that, that's what that's what kind of uh, what you were getting brought, at, brought it up. What you were alluding like, to, yeah. Y'all work well together. It's yeah. really hard to work. I always talk about like the mom and pop. If you if you're a wife, husband and wife team, it's really tough. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I tell you that. Oh, dude. Right I mean, I, I my uh, my buddy calls me. Uh, I have a buddy that runs an IT company. We refer a lot of business back and forth. So we we meet up you know once a month to just trade nerd notes, as I, I call it. But. Um, <laughs> But like, well, he does IT back end shit. I'm all front. Shit, I'm all front end, right? And so, what's it called? He, uh, he's. But he see me talk to a lot of clients in my office. He's like, "You're a business therapist." So I was getting that vibe out of y'all because it's like the mom and pop part of running a business. It's divide and conquer because you're gonna go. I'm gonna take that thing, all this shit. You're gonna take all this shit, right? But then you like to be able to work in that dynamic and still have a good marriage is like takes a special kind of thing y'all being brothers now here's what i want to ask y'all your dynamic you come out the womb this way that personality because once you have kids you go that's how my daughter is she's an alpha girly girl that's how she's gonna be that's how a lot of women in my family are and my son's a little sweet boy like i used to be until i learned how to cuss and uh make fun of people (laughs) on stage uh but like they came out that way right and their dynamic with each other, they but they're starting to butt heads as they're getting older, which is is kind of well, new. We but. actually did not get along at all uh, for about. But do you think your person twenty four years? Oh, well, you of think my your per- life? 
So you think your personality developed like nurture nature? I was sure. A, I was a dirt ball. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was, was a, a, he was was a scumbag. A, I was a jock dirt ball that played sports, and I was and a skater kid. Fucking oh, that uh, couldn't do, dribble a basketball. No, I no, could. Oh, he was really? Athletic. He was still the rare, sports. the rare skateboarder that could dribble. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. always my thing. No, like no, surfers no, no, I, and skateboarders could never dribble yeah, a basketball. No, I, I could, bro. I played soccer. I played football. Like not like in recreationally, but uh, he, in leagues. But he didn't like to be part of a team. He wanted to be an individual. That's what I was gonna say. Skaters are individual. Individual people, yeah, you know, yeah. and I wasn't a bad skater, and I wasn't a bad. I actually, I was. We won uh, in high school our uh, soccer league yeah, uh, championship. championship. I mean, yeah. we won. Uh, I mean, we won. I was a defender. Oh, I was yeah. center mid or center D, yep. and he was center mid. Yeah, yeah same. Or stopper, I guess you call me stopper. I was a really good soccer player as well. And yeah. then, uh, but it? but the thing was that him and I, once he got to high school, he turned into a huge D bag. Okay. Yeah. And, as I mean, I wasn't any better. Boys are. I wasn't any better, but then we moved What's in. What's the age difference? Uh, one year. Uh, one and a half. I Eighteen think? months. Yeah, 18 and months. then we oh, moved in together. Gone, yeah, they did. And no, turn back to back to back. My kids yeah, are thirteen. Three. My kids are three, uh, 13 and a half months, and I'm like. Pfft. So then and we, everyone's like. Yeah, you guys fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the subtext. The guy. wife was trying to get it out of the way, is what it was. Uh, so then, me and my brother move in together uh, at a buddy's house uh, when we were like twenty four. He was maybe twenty five, and uh, well, I was younger than that. Was he younger than oh, that? Yeah, Might that have was, been. That yeah. had to be like 23, 21, 22, 23, somewhere. Right and then there. we were just having a fucking ball. Yeah, over there having fun, and we we're like, bro, why do we hate each other? Well, I didn't hate him; he hated me. I was like, I didn't hate him. Me? I didn't hate him. I whoa, was just, whoa, I therapy. Was, look, all I was is, I, bro, I'll uh, just this is I'll the turn this, this is the shit best. into. Unfortunately, I can tell myself that I was a fucking douchebag, cocky piece of shit. You know, worked out all the time, and I just didn't. I did. I didn't think about being nice to people. I was being really being an asshole to people. That's self realization, right there. That's what shrooms are great for, buddy. Yeah. No. Well, I did do those a lot. I used to pick them. In, I used to go with garbage bags, pick them for <laughs> same here, same yeah. yeah. And, and I right used to George Road. Yeah, and I used to sell George them. George Road, baby. Yeah, all of them, man. Yeah. I used to go there, and I would, I would duck like I was in the army and shit. And mm -hmm. I, you know, there's a guy with a truck that he would be watching. Did you for see this some shit. guy? I fired off shots. No, I mean that, that happened like several times. To yeah, us. you're but, trespassing, dude. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. And I mean, I it was just the the same like uh, cow fields that people used to go through, mm -hmm. and I used to just go there and pick them and eat them, and then fucking sell them at the same time. And you know that's something that I went through. I mean, I tried but that to, was high school. Yeah, but that's I mean, inter that's interesting. You, you caught yourself because a lot of people take that personality to the grave. No, like, oh, to be like there's nothing wrong with me. No, this no, is just to being a douchebag. To being an asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, you know, one thing I can say is that if I feel like I did somebody wrong or I was a douchebag, I will call and apologize regardless of, you know, whether they hate me or not, just because I feel like internally I was. he's political. Yeah, you know, I just feel like I was a bad guy there. So I was just like, you know, I, I don't know if it's just in my head where I just want a clear conscience of being an asshole to somebody and hoping that they can forgive me. If not, then I'm well, sorry, but at least I went out my way and Look, said, if I can teach I my kids how to apologize, I, I've, I've really like really honed this in. I don't, I'm kind of a laissez faire dad. Like, you know, they'll take, they'll figure it out. But like, but like, I'm rarely like, I honed in on like a couple of things. I'm like, what do I hate about a lot of adults? And if I can knock this out while they're kids, they won't be terrible adults in yeah. society. And the number one thing is, not apologizing. You know, people can't do it. 
Yeah, they can't do it correctly. They have a hard. I'm time. like, you have to look your sister in the eye and apologize to her, oh, and, and then tell her for what and why it made you feel bad. You know, and you, she has to accept it. I'm like militaristic with that with them I think because good. look, how many women have I dated? They can't fucking. They can't say I'm wrong. They can't. Exactly. That's the one thing about people in general. They well, can't be like, hey, you know what? I did something wrong. I treated somebody right. bad. Just fucking own it, man. Do you really want to? Oh, I apologize a lot. Would <laughs> you ever apologize for something that you didn't do that the other person did just to establish a better relationship with that other person? I would do it to not be in the argument anymore with a woman because I they'd, they'd wear you down. Like, yeah, I would. I'd be like, I'm going to rope it up this. I'm just going to take it on the chin and then I'm going to come over the top. So, I mean, I'm, I'm putting this to actual real life context. Me and my sister, bro, we have not spoken in like a year and a half. Yeah, I just had to block my sister. All right. Okay. Oh, really? Shit. Because everybody relatable. apologizes to her yeah, for, for everything that she does. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, make it okay with your sister. That way ever the family can be together. They do the short money game, right? And it, and they it's go, like, just be, be cool now. Just be cool now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't make a big thing. Yeah, we, yeah. Got, we got the holidays coming up. And you're yeah. like, yeah, but the same shit's going to happen. It, it, every fuck- so it, I so, had to so, tell so, the rest of the family, I go, I have to have boundaries. Yeah. I'm not dealing with this. Like, I'm, I got like 28 so shitty like texts. Me. You're like me then. Well, I've learned how to be like, uh, I'm not being a Diplomatic? Dick. I, I, it, I've like I feel like I'm a blend of both of y'all. Like, I I've I've learned how to pick my spots better, right? So, I was more diplomatic probably in the past, but now people think I'm kind of a dick, and I'm just like I'm just not putting up with shit. Exactly. We're only on this blue marble for so long. Like, exactly. how much do I want? Look, I I and I've always been very good about like I'm the friend that however you treat me will dictate the relationship. If we're getting a pizza and there's an extra slice, I'll give it to you. That's well, kind of how we can just cut it in half. I, that's how I've always been, though. Just like it's not that big of a deal, right? That don't. That's not a. That's not worth even arguing over, even if it's like oh, uh, uh, one of those kind of things. Well, let's not talk about a pizza. Let's talk about something more intrinsic. Well, her shit was just transferring to me from something else that's projection. Yeah. But I still don't want to get a bunch of shitty texts in the middle of the night, a bunch of them that just say, fuck off, yeah. uh, that I'm like, that hurts my feelings. But I just go, she's not good to use texting or social media, so I have to block her on those things. And that'll be the boundary. I just send her a snail mail. Uh, she lives in town. Like, she lives like five miles away. Like, uh, it's like, I just send her a snail mail happy birthday card because that's the only way we'll communicate well, until we talk about right. it. She, because my family will do what I think yours is doing, where it's like that just, I am just, doing. Well, just no, but they'll yeah. go. Just come on, just say, exactly. uh, just yeah. That's what. That's exactly. So we can have a nice Thanksgiving, and I go no, fuck all that. that shit, I'm not fuck going to Thanksgiving if, well, if she no, wants to talk say about that. Like she could show up in a place that I'm at existing, and well, my sister. Hosted I wouldn't. It, I wouldn't. Even, I was like, ah. I wouldn't even say. I wouldn't even say what's up because it's like, yo, bro, you acted a different kind of fucking way on the phone. And right. then be, if you said it to my face, everything would have been good. Right. If y'all ever need anything, then I'll put it out to anybody listening. We're recording, right? Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're yeah, back. Yeah. We're back, yeah, we we're back from now. commercial. Yeah, we're, we're back. back. We're back. <laughs> um, well, uh, people can, y'all can hit me up. Uh, my email's law, L-A-W, at T 
T-O-C-O-B-A dot G-A. But if you need a recommendation on like tech stack stuff, like what's the best social media, you know, kind of manager for not a lot of money or stuff like that. I'm all up in that all the time. So same with AI stuff. You use uh chat GPT? I do. Um, you know, we're getting an impacted asshole of fucking AI stuff that it's going to be the most overused marketing term. It's like when we're in the uh, pandemic and pivot was the word you heard the most. We're going to pivot. We're going to pivot. From we're going to pivot to a remote workforce. <laughs> we're going to talk on teams. It's going to be great. And then no one knew how to do remote management. Um, and every fucking old guy got on zoom in the dad angle where it's up on their chin, up, on, <laughs> up underneath that, that turkey neck, you know? Uh, and then um, I always think about that New York Times writer that didn't know his camera was on. He was on Zoom and he was beaten off. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. I think I, I He's remember. a really good writer, too. What? Yeah. Did he get fired? Uh, oh, was it Cuomo? No, no. But, I mean, Cuomo had a gaffe like that. I don't. I can't remember what he it was. He didn't have pants on or something like that, I think. I don't. Listen, I don't like politics because it's just like I don't care enough. If it's important, it'll hit me. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, fantasy sports for non fantasy sports people. Ah, uh, <laughs> so you play fantasy sports? Uh, it's math, baby. I'm a math dork. It's in a stats your, game. In your league, what position are you in? I do, I do an NFL league with my boys for the last twenty years. Damn, we're half the league. We probably wouldn't stay in touch with each other except for this. Um, and so it's a good hate because people throw old shit from high school back into it. <laughs> Remember when Strober punched you in the eye? From Bitch. Jesuit. Uh, well, I hung out with everybody, though. I I had a couple of friends at Jesuit, but I I wanted to go to plant, so I, um, I, bit, I hung out with all schools, though. Hmm. Um, yeah, especially when you don't have girls. You have to go, you have to go seek. You have who's to go your, hunt. Who's your QB? Uh, Josh Allen. Backup Stroud. Just like this motherfucker. I mean, CJ Stroud. But here's up. the thing for your audience. No one gives a fuck about fantasy. T- like y'all's reaction is the best I've ever gotten about talking about fantasy. <laughs> I fucking love it. Dude, I, I do it. I do a college fantasy league though. Oh, fuck college. No, fantasy, no, we do it via bro. email. It's real dorky. It's a top 25 college fantasy football league. So there's only eight people. And if the team drops out, you lose the players on that team. It's awesome. So how does that make you feel? I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I, was just, I don't give a fuck. I was just fu- using the, I don't I, a, I was using I the reverse if- psychology that you were using on us. Oh, no. I wasn't using reverse psychology. <laughs> I, I, I openly said, I will hijack this if you let me. So tell me about um, y'all as brothers growing up. Uh, bro, what about <laughs> us as growing up? Well, I find, your, I find your, your life change, your personality change interesting because a lot of people don't make that left turn i mean we were we were uh me and my sister were close okay and isn't that funny enough that they don't talk now but they yeah, were the close we ones. don't talk now because she's a conniving little backstabbing bitch yes christina i said it if you're listening to this <laughs> oh, call, fuck oh yourself God, wow. i don't give a fuck hopefully they don't hear this one well hopefully they uh, hopefully she does well my um, i had family members that would hate hate watch my shit so uh, really <laughs> our number one most engaged listeners, I think, at one point, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, d- listen, if you can't say something to somebody's face, you shouldn't say it, period. It's exactly my attitude, except they'll do it behind a keyboard. 
Uh, yeah. Well, that's Behind a, a keyboard. We got, we not in front of a camera. Hey, how all... about this? Most people, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I'm a honky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> most people don't know how to communicate. We have all these communication methods, but most people aren't very good at it. Sure. I find that's like what I'm best at. I used to keep stand up in my professional life kind of separate. And I realized they actually help each other. So like I can, ex I can work with any client and explain marketing and the strategy and execution, project management, tactical, in integrated omni marketing, you know, let's leverage online, offline, all the touch points, all that stuff. I can, I can figure out a through line with any client and make, get them to educate enough. Right. Because I've been doing so much stand up where I'm basically going up and you practice it in front of a crowd. Like you can't do stand up in the mirror. So it's like, I'm used to like just having to figure out. You don't rehearse at all or rehearse. Oh, no, he said he didn't. He said you can't he write. rehearse. It. No, but I mean like you can't, you can do it in the mirror all you want. But you, could do it, but you could do it in front of maybe your friends. Like, Hey, 10 yeah. friends. Oh fuck. Like, that are the worst. Yeah, I know, they're probably they're like, what the are fuck. you trying to do? Do open mic night in front of us? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, wasn't the worst. I'm the least, the I'm the least funny in my group of friends usually. Cause no they're, shit. well, but you only, you're the only one that has the courage to go in front of the crowd. Then it's a different thing. It's like, uh, I read this Bill Simmons quote. He's a sports writer. Um, now owns the ringer, but he was on ESPN two forever. He had this quote that I, I remember. And I've, I think about it with stand up. He was saying baseball is a team sport is masquerading as a team sport, but it's individual sport. And stand up is a, it's a monologue, but it masquerades as a conversation. Most most comedians are very introverted. Like they're very socially awkward. It's the reason they have this Eddie this Murphy, thing. Dave Chappelle, come on now. Uh, okay, I, you can give me a couple of examples. I could I I'll give you a thousand. Andrew Dice Clay. I you know I'm giving off, you examples. Off stage. Yeah, he's pretty introverted himself. He don't really like deal with Chappelle's off off stage. I heard he's very introverted. Yeah. Okay. All, Eddie Murphy off stage. Go, off stage. Yeah, yeah, that's stage. what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, Eddie Murphy used to get trannies on the low. <gasps> That's that? right, bro. He got yeah. arrested for soliciting a transsexual. Him and Hugh Grant, they're ahead of their time. <laughs> Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, the actor. Yeah. He's got the British. He's a British guy. Butt yeah, yeah. cut guy, yeah. Butt cut? <laughs> he's got a butt cut like mine. Yeah. <laughs> better hair. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it. these things you do outside of your like work white collar professional life, like y'all are doing like this podcast is going to make y'all better at talking to any of your clients or vendors or any of that. Yeah. Cause you're going to get so many reps on, you're going to get some awkward people in here. Like we have, we, have. we haven't had any lately, but when we first started, we had to literally dig fucking words out of people. We have 10 episodes. We will never release. <laughs> no, I'm dead. Ass well, serious. and then, so I would, I would say put it out. When we would have those, sometimes those are actually people love those because they're so awkward. But, but like, uh, I would say maybe make that y'all's Patreon. All the awkward apps just go over there. Um, oh, that's a good, that's a <laughs> yeah, good but idea, they wouldn't actually. appreciate that shit. No, but that's a good you idea. Might, you, might, you might be surprised. Subscribe like, for the bad episodes. A lot of this shit is like it's throwing spaghetti at the wall, this kind of creative, right? Like, um, but we, you guys, I think, have the same uh, like outlook we do. It's like if ten people listen, that's fine. If we have like five thousand, that's great, right? That's like kind of where we're averaging yeah. right now. We need to step up our game. We're not happy there, but 
you know, it's, if you really think of all those people in one room and just listen to you talk in a conversation, but like I've started saying, we get a lot of booking agencies that send us like, this person's a founder and CEO of this tech company and they, but they're a programmer at heart. That's where they started. And they're, they're terrible. They fucking suck. So you guys are getting I told 5,000 downloads per episode. If you aggregate all the listens, downloads, views, all that 5, shit. 5,000? Yeah. Holy we have shit. like, but we have like low engagement, which sucks. So <laughs> if we had people, if we had 2,000 people that engaged a lot more, like commented and shared it, it would be exponentially bigger. Right. So it's like people listen to it and they go, you know, on it's active listening, passive activity. People are listening to this while they're jogging, doing laundry, driving, yeah, you know, mundane life. Yeah. Um, well, and we didn't push it like y'all have been doing. You've been doing it every, you know, break, uh, which is good because you have to remind people. Right. Yeah. But like for y'all, I'll ask the question we ask on our show because we have two questions we ask everybody on our show and I'll, I'm going to hijack y'all show again. Do it again. Um, because then I'm gonna, we have to get out of here after this break. Uh, yeah, is um, well, the first question we always ask is, "Have you ever listened to our show?" But y'all aren't a guest on our show. But it's like ten percent ever listened before they come on, which is insane to me, right? They're going, they're asking us to come on our show as the booking agency or whatever. They have never listened, and to then them. they won't be like the person that's coming on. Never even they're like, "What is this thing again?" <laughs> and so. Uh, when I get a boring guest now, this is what I've warned them. I go, if we get another person that feels like this is homework when they come on, I'm going to fucking lay into them. <laughs> I'm just going to go, uh, I'm either going to hang up on them and we're just him and Eric and I are going to talk uh, because it's way more interesting. Or I'm going to be like, Hey, you know, you didn't have to be here. I've said that to a guest. Really? He didn't get it. Fire he, the it guest. went right over his head. Fire the guest, man. Well, I was like, no one's forcing you to do this. Yeah. You know, we're doing it via Zoom usually too. It's like even easier. Uh, the question I do ask every guest that we have on, and I'll put it to y'all, it's a psychology kind of question is, what advice would you give your 13-year-old self? To not go to college, do not waste your money. On, I had a you had this loaded, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, most I people a, take a beat. No, yeah, no, no. I, I mean... <laughs> No, I mean, it would be, uh, I, I had a scholarship, okay? I have Bright Future 70% paid for 70% of my tuition. Do not go to fucking college. Do not waste your time unless you're becoming a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer. And I think that's about it. Because the amount of time that you can, or I'm sorry, the amount of success you can create from self-educating by reading books, by uh, going to YouTube University is much cheaper than going to college. I mean, I went to college to be a civil engineer, okay? I was four credits away, and then I quit uh, to start our company. And if I would have just done that five years earlier, because it was at my age of 26, five years earlier would have been 21, because between 18 and 21, I was fucking around. Um, and then from... 21 to 26 <laughs> I was fucking around still yeah uh, but just find what your true passion is don't think about the money just find what your true passion is become the best become the best at that because at that point the money will come because if you chase the money the money will run that 
Interesting. That's a new that's a new answer out of four hundred guests we've had. Really? Uh, and y'all aren't guests on my show, but <laughs> you know. Well, well now I feel like if we, don't, if we don't record, I may rip this and just flop it in as a, hey, a swap cast. That's fine too. You said it's all through Zoom, so you could just, bro. I can send you the MP4 file. Please, I'll cut it. it up on our side yeah. too. Um, and then now we got to ask Manny, right? Yeah, I mean, my biggest thing I think it was is I was no, distract- your thirteen-year-old self. Yeah, my yeah, thirteen-year-old myself. Get, it's almost like you're almost about to be in high school, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. The, the age Literally is on purpose. School. It's yeah, it's because thirteen such an awkward like finding yourself yeah time your penis is getting up during class because you're oh, looking you're at the hot girl like you're running home to masturbate yeah <laughs> right, right, after school like well, that's ding one, that, that's one thing i can't say you know when it comes to like that tyra banks that you ran home and masturbated yeah, or what yeah, well, that's obviously, you know i would <laughs> set the blind you know yeah. put on blind date i'm telling you that uh, sports illustrated tyra banks <laughs> it got a lot of use dude <laughs> <laughs> i like the tyra banks yeah yeah uh no my biggest thing was i think that um I got lost in a lot of partying and kind of losing myself who I was instead of kind of focusing on discovering who I was at first. And, um, I kind of got lost there for like five or six years instead of like figuring out who I was. And, uh, I didn't put the dedication of something I was passionate about. I was really passionate about soccer and I had potential, but you got fucked there though. I just fucking. Yeah, you look tore... like the guy that plays in the park. No, yeah. no, he tore like, no, no. his MCL twice. No, ACL, oh, but, but ACL, no, yeah. yeah, but even worse. I'm yeah. Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. He, he was coach would have put me in fourth right, quarter. Right, 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 state right. champs, no right. doubt. Nah, bro, that's not what it was. No, bro. no, I know, I know. You were on your way to Suncoast League, bro. You, yeah. were but you'd be some... one of those sleeper guys in the park that you're like, this guy's a little bigger. He's not gonna run around. You fucking max everybody out. Bro, this guy. Imagine this guy, all the fat trimmed and stacked. That was him. Hey, I didn't know this is a a, a, a romantic fantasy podcast. <laughs> no, let me let me flip just that boner under Facebook. my belt, guys. Just go on his Facebook, bro. No, no I'm just kidding, bro. This guy no. was fucking. I'm not gonna creep on his Facebook yeah, for no, young no, pictures. No. So Law will be liking your photos. <laughs> <laughs> I might do it now, just as a joke when I get high tonight. I take I take an edible to wind down at night. 2012. I was definitely GTL when that Jersey Shore came out. Had it all fucking figured. I was like, yo, I look exactly like these motherfuckers. From Jersey, but so what's the advice you you would you you grab yourself by the lapels yeah and you you would go <laughs> I would I would go don't let friends influence you I think that was one of the biggest things uh, you kind of like find a couple of friends and you're like oh this guy's kind of cool you know whatever and then you know you kind of lose yourself and then the other thing that I would probably not would definitely do is that when I was thinking oh man I should talk to this girl but I'm fucking nervous I would talk to every single chick. Or whatever you want. Don't fucking have any regrets because later on in life you're going to be like, bro, I should have just talked to that fucking girl. You know, it wouldn't have been that big deal. And then when I got older in high school, I realized now I'm fucking doing it no matter what. And I would talk to any fucking girl. So just don't be hesitant. Just do whatever you feel is right in your heart. Because a lot of times you're going to second guess yourself. And remember, just like they do in test, the first guess is usually right. So take that first guess. Go yeah, with, I, go I, with your gut. If this was Family Feud, I'd say that's usually the number one kind of like knock out the radio noise. Don't talk yourself out of yourself. Yeah, right. Like, like a lot of people uh, when you're younger, you're so rudderless, right? And so people, the passion thing, I agree, but it's so tough when you're 13 because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're into, right? It, it's almost like you're still a little boy and you're like, I'm going to be an astronaut still. Well, law, yeah, yeah, yeah. law. What would you give your 13? Your old self, what advice would you give that little law? Do summer reading. 
Do what? Do my summer reading. I never did it. Summer, summer reading. No, no, no. no, no. Okay, 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 come okay, on, bro. Okay. Let's be serious. Here. I'm kidding. Number no, it, it, it's it's more or less that. Like, don't let don't let other um, don't let your the externalities get to you. Right. Just be who you are. Don't worry about asking out that chick. Don't. I I got I I slowly got to like I don't give a fuck about what people think that's about me the that's the one thing, in my that, opinion, that's when yeah. you have discovered your true self when you don't give a fuck about yeah. what anybody because else you thinks. know at any moment in time when you interact with a person when they go home they're not thinking about you no. oh yeah well that yeah. that's a one big uh like subset i'd say a lot of people don't get to is they're like right. no everyone's thinking about themselves they ain't thinking about you yeah but like uh i would say like you know be who you're gonna be it's funny now that like being a nerd is kind of cool or nerding out is kind of equal to being passionate about whatever you're doing. Yeah. Right. But back in the day, you don't know that. And so I, my thing was like, I wish I pursued, you know, either skills or things I was interested in like engineering. I, I have a very engineering mind, but, or physics. I never took physics class. I watched interstellar, my favorite movie and got, <laughs> and got roasted. By my lady friend for crying twice because I'm like I don't get <laughs> oh, oh dude there's two scenes in there where he's leaving his daughter have you watched Interstellar yeah wait we got a minute and twenty seconds yeah well you're gonna cry dude and you're gonna call me up and be like my bad no I've watched that movie like fucking ten times have I've you never... really <laughs> yes I have have you really with an open heart yes you're a reptile dude he is no. a reptile you're you have a... I am I look I watch emotionless I watch Bluey with my daughter. Uh, Bluey is that the shit? Have you watched Bluey with your kids? Oh, oh yeah, fuck so, yeah! They have episodes about like fifty-eight don't, seconds. Don't interrupt your dad while he's talking to uh, another adult. I'm like, oh my god, because I take an edible at six p.m. because it makes me a cool parent. I'm like, I'll paint your fucking toenails. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll braid your hair like Frozen. I don't give a shit. And but there's one, frozen. there's the one there's the one episode where she's chasing her dad. Uh, the mom is chasing her the grandpa through the woods and stuff. Yeah, and she's like. They're like, why do we have to find him? And like, because I still need him. And I was like, oh God. And I was uh, like, huh? <laughs> and my daughter turns around like exorcist, it felt like. And she's like, are you crying again at Bluey? 20 seconds. And I'm like, bitch, 20 seconds. you're fucking five. That was one of you my, should be bawling your eyes out at this. That's one of my favorite 20. shows, Better Than Mickey Mouse. I really like Bro, it. And thank you for joining this episode of we Happy Hour Holidays, unless you want to do another one. I don't no, know. no, but we could just. Bro, we, there's we, nine. No, five, you can four. count down. No, but, but I was two. Oh, I know. Okay. One. I get that. Welcome back to Happy Hour Holidays. There we go. We're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna end strong. True we're, professional. We're gonna end strong. You know, we're not gonna bust that nut just yet. We're gonna stick the landing. We're gonna just like play around a little bit. Bust that nut. I was yeah. talking about stripper BJ's, bro. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> but we want to ask Law. You know, just just going back to. The audience that's at hand, what can we tell the audience from you in your personal life or just in business, final words and motivation, inspiration, whatever you want it to be, Law, this is your time to shine. I don't believe in motivation. I think it's temporary. Um, Motivation is temporary. I I, I feel like it is, not to sound like Jocko Wilnick kind of uh, a fanboy, but I feel like motivation's nice. I'll I'll watch the Al Pacino any given Sunday halftime speech every now and again. It's it's the six inches in front of your life. I watch that to get fired up every now and again. But um, I'd say uh, our podcast, Sweat Equity, 
if you go find us, YouTube, uh, Spotify, almost all, 10k followers, all the things. Yeah, we, we got about 5,000 listeners every episode. Um, and it's we're just asking people smarter than us questions. That's kind of how I've always approached things. I think being curious, going back to that, what advice would you give your 13 year old self? Be curious, right? And follow that curiosity. You know, don't just go, huh, I wonder how that goes, and then just forget about it completely. So Sweat Equity, um, Tokabaga is my uh, marketing agency slash business advisory. I'll write your business plan if you want one. Um, that's T-O-C-O-B-A dot G-A. Uh, and then Tokabaga was the Indian tribe in the Tampa Bay area. They named Tampa Tampa. That was so Means nice. sticks of fire. It's got a little campfire kind of vibe. Mm, I like it. Uh, and then my personal website for fractional CMO stuff or stand-up is lawsmithworks.com. And do you have any events coming up soon? No, I'm trying to f- – I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to work on is I have – I want to do a 30-minute special, produce it myself. Uh, I've got this chunk about Florida that's a good 30-minute chunk on stage. And I'm just going to gorilla-style – you know, film it and get it up on YouTube and just push it out there. I'm curious, bro. Do you know Corey Van Valen? No, but that sounds like a, <laughs> a cool vampire. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a magician. Uh, he just performed. Oh, magicians are weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're creeps, dude. I mean, your boy might be fine, but I'm saying. Like, well, I mean, I mean, not, I mean, I know him. Um, he uh, he got a arena in Newport Ritchie that had uh, stadium seating and then balconies on the top uh-huh. and it was like a 250 person venue that's tight that venue is probably somewhere that i've got a grimy spot i've got my either i'm going to do side splitters not too far away from this studio side splitters man it's the best room the way yeah. the room set up is great and the crowds are awesome the yeah. six o'clock shows on saturdays suck everywhere except for there carewood he's yeah. talking carewood north splitters. tampa yeah. and then uh there's another spot called the Gimmick in Ebor, which is like yeah, I heard about that. It's kind of grimy, and I yeah, like it. It, it reminds you of your skater days, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. There's like road signs and weird crap all over the place. Yeah, but it's still pretty dope, though. No, it's a great room. Yeah. I want a tight, intimate room, and Side Splitters is about as big as I'd go. Side Splitters can hold like 250 two, people. Two thirty-five. Two thirty-five. Okay. Yeah. So the stadium seating with the balconies overlooking the stage in Newport Ritchie probably wouldn't be that bad either. As Steve Martin says in his book, uh, and not my favorite. Steve Martin? Are you talking about white-haired Steve Martin? His book about stand-up is the best book about stand-up. I don't love his stand-up because it's like, if you're that generation, it's hilarious. He's silly, right? And you're coming out of a bunch of wars and shit, Vietnam and all that. And so they need a silly guy to kind of like, that's, I feel like that's a thing like, you get hair metal, then you get grunge, then you get pop, then you you know the pendulums. We're now coming out of the woke phase. People are, are com- coming. Oh, I feel like people are going back against this woke shit real hard Thank in the God. pain. Um, I feel like that pendulum swings overall. But in his book, uh, Born Standing Up, his his lesson is, you know, uh, be undeniably great, right? So that's that's the motivation I can leave your audience with, but. He talks about being in a, a stadium. You want low ceilings. You want people to like galvanize together almost as one unit eventually. Because in a big place, the the higher the ceiling, the more the, the laughs just kind of dissipate. 
I don't know if this is too much to Tampa ask Improv is a tough one. To, to, yeah, I, I that was a Shakespeare I, I theater. That. I hate that fucking Yeah, but that, the, that's so funny to me I'll that someone- go. I saw Pablo Escobar or- Damn, dude. Pablo, what? Pablo uh, Francisco. Saw Pablo Francisco over in there. In the world. And uh, he, he's awesome, bro. Yeah. He's awesome. But that theater, bro- Was he doing coke at the time? Uh, no. Have you not seen him fall <laughs> off the stage in uh, Sacramento? Well, well, no, no, but bro. I know he was doing no, no, no. Oh, no, no. But guys. It, it, this was like three months this. ago. Bro, you, he was awesome. He was awesome. But the staff at Tampa Improv, I did not enjoy. Um, is it too much to leave the audience with maybe just a snippet of some kind of bit where you can... Whoa. Let's say that we're hecklers. Whoa. Let's say Whoa. we're hecklers. It's going to cost you. Whoa, dude. What? I've been throwing dimes the whole time. I've been spinning yarns, man. Um, so the answer is no, then. Uh, no. No, oh, okay. no. Because it cool. always bombs. Cool. It always bombs. Like, uh, How do you know, man? Because every time I meet someone, they know you're a comic, they go, tell me a joke. And I'm like, fuck I didn't you, ask I'm not you a tell jukebox. Me a joke. Yeah. No, I, it's got to be a situation thing. I got to feel it. It's right. a weird, that's fair. Like, I think, I think we heard enough. plenty of good yeah, bits. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know. Oh, I'm gonna cut this up. Put it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the MP4 and I'll hold. Thank you, you to sir. It. That'd be great. <laughs> oh yeah, utilize all the time you have. Like this is a very um, purposeful kind of like two hours. I came here. Mm -hmm. yeah, I want to get yeah. the most out of it. Oh, we got. And we had a great conversation. There's no reason. If not you to. Yeah. if you really want the. The, I do. The, I'll send. I'll send the whole. Yeah, episode. we we send it. We send them to our guests. They never cut it up, but we're on our show. But I think that's missed opportunity. They, they, well, they need to use Opus Pro. O p u s dot p r. They sponsor the show. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. But y'all motherfuckers should. But if y'all don't have sponsors yet, you should do affiliate links or something, and oh, just yeah. do it that way till you get them. Yeah, we got to get to where you're at, man. Yeah, bro. Get up to like yeah, 10, your that's how we did it. That's how we did it. We just, uh, get your email list going. You guys have a email sure. list. Email's the number one thing people. Hey, I mean, we have a place where people can put their emails, but no, nobody, no. Export, nobody ever puts go, it. No, in go there. to your Gmail. Go to your Yahoo, Hotmail, AOL, whatever. Uh, and <laughs> did Netscape. you see? Go to AOL. Your Netscape, go to your Netscape, Lycos. <laughs> um, I have Hotmail. Angel Fire. <laughs> go to all Angel of them. Fire. <laughs> Yeah, I've been a dork since the nineties, dude. Fuck, bro? Turn off the win amp and uh, <laughs> <laughs> close down Kazaa. What do I do with Kazaa? Kazaa. <laughs> hey, what, what was the other one? The 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 P to P red ladybug. Come on, bro. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. No. Yeah, when you were downloading shit, Kazaa was one of them. LimeWire. LimeWire. Yeah. Yep. LimeWire. No, but there was Pirate Bay. Uh, Pirate Bay was that uh, was torrent style. That's yeah, different. Yeah, that's different. Anyway. Uh, Go, go in all the email accounts you had. You can export. There's a way to export everybody you've emailed ever. No way. Yeah. yeah there is. I'll, I'll show you how to do it if you all don't know how to no, do it. I know how to do it. Yeah. And then you, it takes a minute, but you got to go just go through that list and kill off a bunch of that. And then for you audience members out there, make sure that you abide by the Can Spam Act. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like everybody else does. I <laughs> <laughs> never No, because we did that uh, for the real estate company. We have. Uh, Oh, I actually, I'm not, not going to go into Well, that. you can buy data lists. You can do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, and as long as you abide by the Can't Spam Act, you're not going to get sued. Yeah. Now, if you start texting and robocalling, you will get sued. You can go to unbounce.com, make sure all the, it'll scrub what it is for it? you. Unbounce? Unbounce or oh, never shit. bounce. Either one. Is that for that? that you can scrub that whole list for you and go, it'll go. Email this, list. Yeah. Email list. Email's still number one because everybody to get into social accounts, any app, 
Gotta check their email. They you do. said unbounce. Unbounce or never bounce. Either one. I'm sending that to myself. Because that'll scrub it for you. It'll verify everything. That's that's pretty and cool. And actually, it'll help with your... Uh, uh, this your, is the shit I do, guys. Your this is like... This is, this is I'm all up in this all the time. Yeah. You got to get your uh, email account, too, on that DMARC uh, verification Have as well. you ever played Monopoly? Yeah. Well, you're being shot right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that how we end it? I guess. Uh, no. An old white man? White man killing white man? Hey, I don't see color. I'm white on white, white crime? <laughs> white on white. It's the well, number one problem in this country. <laughs> <laughs> now, we want, we want to thank you all for coming on our podcast. You know, everybody listen to Sweat Equity, uh, Sweat Equity mm-hmm. pod, uh, Podcast. I'm <laughs> fucking drinking too many goddamn White Claws up in this bitch. <laughs> you know, this is the greatest branding, by the way. I don't mean to it hurt. I don't even know what the fuck that means. This shit is malt liquor. Yeah, I know it's not. But it looks, it feels fruity. But where does the name come from, bro? Is it the call of the wave? No, they just tested it a bunch bunch of chicks. Uh, Well, we're 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 drinking drinking because we're watching our figures. (laughs) (laughs) It's gluten free. You know what, our buddy? It's uh, malt liquor though. That's all it is. Our buddy Adrian, bro. He was on. I know Adrian and. <laughs> now, now, now the wheels are coming off. He he went to a fat doctor, okay, uh, or weight doctor, whatever you want to call it, and uh, to get Ozempic. Uh, no, he oh, didn't take Ozempic. Shit, Man, no, this is going to be fentamine. This one's going to be a two-parter, I think. I think no, you're gonna, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. And so he took fentamine, okay, not fentanyl, fentamine, which is a weight like loss. Like amphetamine. Fe- what? Like amphetamine. No, 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 oh, no. no. Uh, completely away from opioids, okay? No, no. Amphetamine's uh, an upper. Could be uh, okay. Well, I'm just saying they had the. I'm not, a, farm, I'm not a pharmacist. I'm not either. Law. I just I'm hung just, around a lot of druggies. What I'm saying is that <laughs> is that he got prescribed fentanyl that makes him lose weight. So his weight doctor told him that the best alcohol he could drink anywhere is White Claw because it's gluten free, low calories. And uh, doesn't have any fat. I'm a high noon guy. I'm a high noon as well. I actually was stopped before here. To get Are you the guys going one. against a doctor? No, yeah. no. But I think high noon. You mean on the... you mean doctors that look fat and out of shape and don't know anything about nutrition? Yeah, That's exactly yeah. who I'm talking yeah. about. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and drink the white claw. You no mean the ones that have to do one hour of nutrition training to become a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're like chiropractors. Well, chiropractors are fake doctors. Yeah, well, man. that's what I said. We're opening up new new convos yeah, that yeah, I could okay. go down that route. Yeah, I know Wall's got to go, man. We really appreciate yeah, having man. you on. Uh, you know, thank you for uh, tuning in, audience, on Happy Hour Holidays. Like, comment, and subscribe. And remember that you need to build your dream. Don't build somebody else's. Get motivated. Get inspired. Get out there. Start your dream. And you're going to be fucking super happy. And if life knocks you down, try to lay it on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. And ask ask yourself this. What would you change if you were 13 years old? Ask yourself that question. I'll leave you with that.